Blog Talk Radio. Life's uncertain journey. That's right. Yes. Well, good evening. Hello, everyone, and welcome back for those uh, ones that come every week and for the newbies. Welcome for the first time to Life's Uncertain Journey Blog Talk Radio broadcast, and we're live. Yep. I'm Alicia Locker, your co-host tonight. And as always, it's our aim to have real talk about real times, about real life from a biblical perspective. Yes, indeed. Thanks, Alicia, so much for that warm welcome. I'm Nadine Davis. I'm also your host for tonight's broadcast along with Alicia, and and we're so happy that you could join us tonight. Uh, we're broadcasting for Tuesday, June the 23rd, 2020. That's right. Yes, yes. And um, so just want to tell you all, remind you all um, about uh, just some information about our broadcast for those who have here for the first time. We want you to know it's live, like I said, but it's interactive. It's a Christian broadcast that's being broadcast all across the U.S. and in several foreign countries as well. And it is our mission to engage our listeners in conversations that center around the gospel of Jesus Christ, discipleship, spiritual growth, and how to overcome the enemies of our very soul. Amen. We, um, we like to have the kinds of topics to discuss that are inspired by the Holy Spirit, but they are primarily dealing with everyday events that we, uh, especially with all that we see going on around us today. Um, there are also topics that will uh, help us to develop deep and strong relationships with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. These are trying times that we're living in right now. And I'm telling you, um, as a discipler of women and hearing some of the uh, stories that are happening in people's lives, we have got to uh, be very deliberate about uh, developing a strong relationship with Jesus Christ because I'm telling you, without that, uh, it's going to be hard to stand. Uh, And the Bible already warns us that in the last days that a lot of people are going to fall away. And we do not want that to be any of us. So um, uh, for any of our listeners uh, also that uh, may be weary and hurting uh, and broken by some of the circumstances that you're dealing with in life, let us inspire you. We want to let you know that we have the proof that there is help and there's remedy for these situations. Uh, and his name is Jesus Christ. And we know this because we've experienced this. We're not telling you about somebody else's story. This is our story. Amen. That's right. Well, we always like to start our broadcast off in prayer. And so we'd like to ask um, my brother and mating husband, John, to open us in prayer tonight. John, can you pray for us? I'm ready. Sis, can y'all hear me? Yep, we got yes, you. Yes, we got you. Amen. Well, Father, we thank you, Lord. As they were talking just then, Father, I was thinking about the families that have been shut in and uh, how the devil's tearing up the families tonight, Father in heaven, and how uh, a lot of us think that we're uh, having, uh, taking, not taking care of our families because of circumstances. Well, uh, one thing I want everybody to know is that 
uh, it doesn't depend on us. It depends on Christ. Everything depends on Christ. So when we do things on our own, saying, well, I have to do this and I have to do that, that's a trick of the enemy. The Lord says come to him for everything. Don't make a difference what it is. We go to him for everything. And so when we uh, go to focusing on whatever the situation is, we're taking our eyes off of him. And our God is Mm -hmm. a jealous God. He wants us to depend on him because he says he's our provider. So when we go to providing for ourselves, we're telling God he's not enough. So he'll be a provider for those things. He knows our hearts. He knows what we need. And he also knows what we want. So when we ask him, when we ask him according to his will, we simply ask Father, as he said, to call us, and that's what I'll do. Father, we ask you, Lord, to come into our homes. We ask you, Lord, to search us out, to Father, have those things, Lord, that yeah. are focusing on this world or the circumstances, Lord. We ask you to forgive us. We know that you deserve all the honor, the glory, and the praise, Lord, and we fall yes, short of doing that all the time, dear Father Heaven. If not in our mouths and our ways and our actions, we hear people saying things like, oh, my God, oh, my God. And, Lord, that's taking your name in vain. Because, Lord, forgive us, dear Father Heaven, when we do it. And, Lord, help us to pray for those when we hear somebody else doing it, Lord. Let us know, dear Father Heaven, that you, you said that you are our God, you are our Father. And if we don't take our mothers and father, earthly mothers and fathers, name in vain, how much more should we not take yours? So, Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing. We thank you for this broadcast, Lord. We thank you for the information that you're about to share with us, Lord. We ask you, the Father in heaven, that this pandemic is just a thing that you're allowing to happen. you in charge of everything. I don't care what goes on down here. You showed yes, us a joke, the book of Job. How much you in charge, your Father in heaven, and it's better to Father heaven on the other side if we just have faith in you. That's all mm-hmm. we need to have faith in you. As your word says, Lord, when you come back, will you find faith? Well, Father, yes, you will. You have you'll find faith in us who are called the Father heaven tonight, and our homes, their Father heaven, and our marriages, Lord. You will find faith, Lord, because we love you, we trust you, we surrender all to you. And then, Father, we give you all the honor, the glory, and the praise. And we give this in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You know, I kind of feel led. Uh, first of all, I want to touch and agree with my husband's petitions tonight. But I also want to pray over the ears of those that are listening on this broadcast tonight. I want to pray, Father God, and ask that you would give them ears to hear what the Holy Spirit has to say to your people. We desire to hear from you, Father God. Alicia and I, we thank you that you allow us, Lord, to be able to host this time. But we know we don't have a whole lot to offer people, but you're the one with all the answers. So as we yield ourselves to you, Father God, we look to you to help us, Lord God, to encourage the hearts of your people, Father God, to uh, help them to understand your love for them, that you have not forsaken them, that all that we see going on around us in this world is not to frighten us or to bring anxiety or fear because you already had told us that these days would be coming and we would be ready for it, Father. So we thank you for this privilege. We thank you for this opportunity, and we ask you to have your way. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Praise, amen. God. Praise God. Uh, for those of you who may not know, uh, John and I, uh, we are overseers of Charlotte Christian Fellowship. It's an outreach ministry uh, that God called us to back in 2016. And uh, our heart's desire is to, and our commission is to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and make disciples. 
Um, ever since we uh, lived uh, in Maryland, my husband and I and Alicia, we all attended uh, Church of the Lord's Disciples. At least that's what it was when we first started going there. And then uh, the Soul Factory. Uh, that's where we, I believe, uh, God ignited a passion in our hearts for discipleship because that's what um, our pastor, Deron Cloud, was, taught, was about. He was about uh, discipleship. Lord, teach us to die so that we could um, lay down our lives for someone else. And so um, that passion never left us. And when we moved here to Charlotte, uh, we came here with that same hunger and desire to see lives transformed uh, through discipleship. And so uh, we began doing that, be- began to do that with our Charlotte Christian Fellowship. Uh, uh, my husband also has uh, a weekly broadcast that he uh, hosts along with our brother Booker Alexander, um, and they are currently, they're doing a chapter-by-chapter study of the book of Genesis. And they would love to have you join them. If you're free on Wednesday evenings at 7 o'clock, feel free to give them a call. And their number is 657-383-1624. That's 657-383-1624. Amen, amen. Um, You know, we do the broadcast every Tuesday at 7 p.m. And we don't take it for granted, like Nadine said. And we just like to thank everyone, those who continually join us. And for our new listeners, thank you for joining us. Mm -hmm. And we also would like to invite you to visit our website at lifeuncertainjourney.org, life with an S, uncertainjourney.org. And there you can subscribe to weekly notifications of the broadcast as well as link up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And um, you can also order Nadine's book. I don't know if we mentioned tonight um, that Nadine is an author, and you can get her book on the website as well. So also, you know, continue to, we encourage you to continue to join us through any of those venues, Mm -hmm. but also mark your calendar and save the date for our 2020 Women Who Overcome Conference. Yes. Yes. That's scheduled for Saturday. October 24th, and we'll continue to update you with information as it becomes available, but it's going to be a good time. So mark your calendars and save the date. Yeah, it's going to be really, really interesting. Um, We are planning to do a virtual women's conference and uh, not quite sure how the Lord's going to fix it, but we're trusting him to do that. So uh, all men, please uh, mark your calendars, be praying for us. Uh, our conference theme this uh, this year is Freedom in Christ. Uh, so we're hoping that uh, the Lord will continue to uh, get us ready for that. So, um, but before I give uh, our broadcast instructions for tonight, I'd like to welcome all of our Blog Talk Radio broadcast listeners. Uh, we have a simultaneous uh, thing going here where we're live on Facebook, and we're also live on air at Blog Talk Radio Broadcast. And so um, we're grateful for all of those who continue to come and fellowship with us each and every week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we are just uh, so very grateful because uh, really it was uh, the support of all those who, who meet with us every, met with us every Tuesday on the Blog Talk Radio 
broadcast that encouraged us and prayed for us and and really, you know, helped to get us to, you know, this venue right here and just to see uh, what God will do with it um, to allow us to be able to share his word and our testimonies to be an encouragement to those that are listening. So um, for those of you who are on the radio broadcast right now, of course, you uh, can hit star six. Uh, on your phone to mute yourself because that way we can keep all the the background noise down when I open the mics. Mm -hmm. Um, You'll uh, also have to remember to hit star six again if you want to share because if you don't do that, then we won't be able to hear you. Um, And that will help keep uh, our background noises. I also wanted to um, encourage you to please, Feel free to share. If you've got a question, if you've got a comment uh, that you'd like to share, you know, like I said, Alicia and I don't have it all. We don't, you know, we're just like you. We're servants of the Lord. We're vessels for him to use just like you are. So if he, you know, extends a revelation or something to share, by all means, please feel free to do so. You don't have to give your name. If you do, you can, but I'm just saying you don't have to. But you'll never know. just who you might be blessing. Um, I, I don't remember if we told you that we are, um, we're broadcasting in every state of the United States and also uh, in other countries. So uh, we have had the privilege of uh, being contacted by some people from those foreign countries like India and Africa and, you know, just to just confirm to us that they can hear us and that they are listening. So, um, just don't hold back anything that the Lord might have deposited in your heart that will be a blessing to uh, listeners. Mm-hmm. Don't be shy. Just, we would yes. love to hear from you and, you know, interact in this way because, you know, just to reiterate, we do not have all the answers, and mm-hmm. we'd like to know if the Holy Spirit prompts you to say something. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't want to miss out on it, any part of that. So uh, what I'm going to do, I'm going to go ahead on, and I'm going to open up the mics for our Radio broadcast listeners, if uh, I'm sorry that, but if there's any background noise, I have to uh, turn your mic off um, so that we won't have that uh, background interference. Um, um, by all means, please do feel free to share with us tonight anything that the Holy Spirit puts on your heart. Uh, for those of you who may not, uh, who were not with us last week. Uh, we shared some practical things that uh, we need to begin to do to prepare for the coming of Christ. As, as you know, the theme uh, that we've been following for the last couple of months now is the bride must make herself ready, that we uh, are not oblivious to uh, all of the things that's been happening around us, uh, around the world, uh, to, to to not be able to hear the voice of God speaking at this time, you know, can be a, a little bit tricky because God is speaking. He's saying something to the body of Christ, and we need to be listening. Mm-hmm. But um, as we shared in a couple of other broadcasts before, uh, we really do believe that um, the Lord is, as he always does, sending a warning Uh, primarily to the people of God, and I believe that that warning is that we need to get ourselves ready. 
Um, I know that um, we have heard uh, that term in, uh, you know, throughout the years. I know that I have, but I was just reading a survey today of um, a group of pastors and churches that was taken by LifeWay um, just to see if any of the other pastors um, around the globe are getting sensing the same uh, urgency, that there's, there's something going on in the spiritual realm that the church needs to wake up and take notice to. And uh, I was um, surprised to see that of the churches that they were questioned, that they were asking these questions to, um, I think there was only like maybe 56% of them that agreed that what we are experiencing um, is definitely a sign of our times and a sign that we need to pay attention to. So, um, like I said, we kind of felt that way early on, and so we began to do these teachings, um, and we're going to continue to do that until the Lord tells us to move on. But um, we we need to uh, do whatever it is that Jesus has put us here to do. We talked about it last week, and everybody knows what that is. And if you don't, then uh, you're probably a babe in Christ. But Matthew 28:18 gives you very clear instructions of the mandate that our Savior left for us on this planet, and that is to proclaim his gospel, to make disciples, to teach them, what Christ has taught us, you can't teach nobody nothing you don't know, right. but those things that Christ has taught to you, you're able to teach to others, to get folks baptized and ready to do the same for mm-hmm. someone else. We want to be disciples who make disciples who make disciples. And I'm very, you know, that I have uh, uh, Alicia on with me today uh, to have seen uh, the work that God has done in her life, and the, the uh, it's just been amazing. Um, and, and that's the kind of joy that comes from uh, yielding your life to walk alongside someone else on their journey. You know, not to say that I knew everything, but uh, what little bit I did know, I told her. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, um, <laughs> you know, she passed it on. Um but that's what discipleship is all about. Yeah. What comes to my mind, um, if you if you want to put it in um, more worldly familiar terms, if you will, you know, there's a lot of things um, in the corporate world. There's a there's a process called train the trainer. That's what we're right. talking about. Right. Where they send someone from a business out and they get the concept and they bring it back to the business and they teach everyone and then that supervisor teaches his people that he or she is in charge of. And then the the, the catchy phrase. Um, that I'm sure most of us, us have heard, um, each one, teach one. That's right. Or, or three, or whoever comes, right? And so that's the same thing that we're talking about, that Jesus started that, God started that, and that's what he would have us do. That's what Nate, Nate was talking about. It's simple. And whatever you know, that's what you are to share. That's and right. you continue to get more, and you continue to share more, and we grow and we go. That's right. Um, and that's how the kingdom of God is advanced. That's one right. disciple at a time. If we're keeping all of these things that we're experiencing to ourselves, you know, that doesn't, that doesn't help to advance the kingdom of God. 
He never meant that. As a matter of fact, Revelation tells us that we overcome Satan by the blood of the Lamb, which has already been provided, and by the word of our testimony. So we got to tell folks, you know, yeah, I I remember being uh, uh, addicted to drugs. I remember uh, being, you know, a woman of the street or whatever it is like that. God met me and changed my life, turned our life around. I remember when... um, we first started going, uh, when my husband and I first started going to um, the Church of the Lord's Disciples, there was one thing that Deron would say. He would, say, he would tell us that, um, that God was going to use him to change the quality of our lives. And I'm telling you, I saw many souls off this, come off the street into that church and watch their lives be changed by God through what this young man was uh, was uh, teaching uh, at that time. And as a matter of fact, he too uh, began to disciple men. Now he's got many sons that now have their own churches and uh-huh. ministries and so forth, sons and daughters. You see, that's what advancing the kingdom of the kingdom of God looks like. And you can't do that if you're going to keep all this to yourself. God didn't intend it to happen that way. That's why uh, discipleship is so key. That's right. So um, Alicia also shared last week that um, uh, we needed to check the condition of our heart. What do you truly believe? She said we need to put on and keep on the whole armor of God. Y'all, you know we're at war, right? You know, it don't take a, a rocket scientist to figure that out. But there is warfare, thick, heavy warfare that's going on, and we have been given by God everything that we need to stand in the midst of the fight. We've even been given the victory, to be honest with you. <laughs> and all God is saying that the war has been won. All you need to do is walk it out. And so we're, we're looking to him uh, not only to uh, guide us through uh, the, the, you know, traps and, you know, things that the enemy try to set for us to distract us and get us off course and all those other kind of things. But he said, look, when you say that you, you, you want to follow me, he said, I'll be with you. I'll be with you all the way to the end of the age. And so uh, we can look forward to that. So um, we also talked about the fact that we need to seek the help of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Listen, our flesh is not going to accomplish nothing. I mean, we think we, we may be accomplishing things because we're doing stuff. But I'm telling you, it takes the power of God to be able to stand in these times and to know how to maneuver through things and how to know how to, you know, uh, help encourage and build other people up. You're not going to do that on your own. And the Bible says, uh, Jesus says, look, if you, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more? Will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? Amen. That's all it takes. And I every day I pray and ask the Lord for more of your Holy Spirit. Every day, because I know I need it. There's no way that I'm going to be able to fulfill God's will for my life and try to, you know, stay out of trouble without the Holy Spirit, the Helper that comes along to help us. And uh, I need fresh oil every single day. But, beloved, God is there to provide it through the Holy Spirit. So um, I believe that uh, the the series of worldwide events 
that we have been watching here lately speaks volumes. Uh, It's got to be saying something to the body of Christ, to the church as a whole, that something's up. The world um, is experiencing things, and, you know, I don't doubt that some of these things may have happened long before we showed up, you know, and a lot of people may think, well, this is just our turn, because the Bible says nothing new under the sun. What was shall be again, so forth and so on. But uh, there's some different parameters that I believe uh, are happening in our day that help to support the fact that we probably want to take a very good look at the times in which we're living. Uh, Because I really do believe uh, that particular era that we're living in uh, is the last one that God is going to uh, finish his work, take his church up out of here, and then he's going to clean this planet up and uh, provide a, a whole new uh, world for us to, to return to with our king. So um, anyway, uh, but our topic of conversation is about the church, the bride of Christ, making herself ready. Mm-hmm. And Jesus has promised that he's returning And he's returning Not for everybody He's only returning for his bride his, The church Okay And then We're going to go back To his heavenly home Which will then become our heavenly home For the great marriage feast And so I'm, I'm looking forward to all of that I can't even wrap my mind around how all that will happen, you know, I'm not even trying to conjure up visions of it happening because uh, I'll see it when I get there, but uh, I know that it's going to happen. So we can be like the proverbial woman of the world, you know, you know how we do when we know we get ready to go someplace, we stuck in the mirror for I don't know how long trying to pick out that dress and what color lipstick we're going to put on, what shoes we want to wear, you know, and sometimes our Husband is honking the horn, telling us to come on, you know, uh, because we, you know, we fiddling around trying to get ready. Well, that ain't going to happen with Jesus. You need to be ready when he comes because he's not going to wait. He told her that she needs to be ready. And according to what I read in uh, Revelation 19.7, it says, It's the responsibility of the bride to make herself ready. And so as we're looking at the things that are transpiring in the world around us, uh, as we are, uh, you know, contemplating uh, what's next or, you know, what we might think uh, uh, God is, is doing in relationship to all the things that we see that are going around, going on around us, Uh, We need to be getting our minds spiritually prepared because you can't get physically prepared. I know I've read and I've seen on the TV everybody's getting, what do you call it, Uh, your end time, uh, what do you call it, you know, your survival kits, you know, and so forth and so on. They ain't going to help you. 
I mean, believe me, when when everything goes down according to the scripture, people are going to be saying, rocks fall on me, mountains on me, you know, and this is going to be any place on high. However, what we need to do is get ourselves spiritually prepared to receive our king. And he has gone, according to John 14, to prepare a place for us so that when it's our time, when he comes for us, he's going to take us back prepared for us, and we're looking forward to that. And, so, you know, I just, go ahead, I just want to add that, um, you know, Nadine gave us the warnings that Christ gave us. You know, we need to be ready, and there's not going to be any way for us to hide. He's only coming back for a bride and all of these you know, warnings that may be, you know, scary for those who don't understand mm-hmm. our Father. And it's, instead of it being a scary warning, right. it's a really simple warning. And getting ready doesn't mean you have to be, you know, we, we, we can't be without him, you know, perfect in any way. All you got to do, just like I said last week, is check your heart and read his word. And he can do the rest if you allow him. Open up your heart to Jesus, Mm -hmm. and the Holy Spirit will guide you. Listen to the prompting. You know that little stomach churning or that little tap on the shoulder, and you're not sure what it is that make you say, hmm, check that out. Line that up with the word. See where that came from. Is it something in front of you that might be, you know, trying to guide you in a certain way to say something to this person or give something or do something? But that's what it's about. It's not a scary hocus-pocus thing. It's the thing of joy, actually. If you're having fun down here in this God-awful place, (laughs) because that's what it is, (laughs) get a little bit of joy because he's with us, y'all. How much more joyful will it be when we're sitting with him and enjoying the house and the mansions that he has prepared for us? So I want to encourage you, getting ready is not scary. It's Mm -hmm. It's a prompt to get close to God. Check your heart. Check your, your, um, daily activity. You know, we're going to talk a little more. You're going to hear a little more about, you know, um, going back to normal. Well, I challenge you, what's normal for you? And after all of this, was this for not? What was this about for you personally? What was it about? What did you get? What did you learn? And what are you prepared to do? What are you going to do with it? Mm -hmm. Is it going to cause you? You know, I remember um, Nadine shared, uh, um, Deron, we learned a lot. Our foundation, I know mine, was, you know, in that church. And they they may have been his wife, Jill. Mm Mm-hmm. She always brings a strong word, and mm-hmm. it was lean into the pinch was the name of this uh, this message. And if somebody pinches you, you jump back and you try to get away from it, right? Mm-hmm. And so if you find it being hard to get close to God, like it's pinching you and you're trying to pull away because it's scary, because it's mm-hmm. hard, lean into that pinch. When it pinches you, lean forward, come closer, and figure it out. What is he saying to me? What am I to do? That's what it's about. It's not hard, y'all. It don't take a whole lot. All it takes is a, a contrite heart, a, a broken heart a, 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 to release control and to put his will ahead of yours because I promise you it's better than what you could ever think or imagine. So if you if you comfy and you like the way you, you know, living now and you don't want to get that up, mm, that's something to check. And you got to line yours up with his. And I 
promise you, I promise you, um, Fred Hammond, one of my um, favorite gospel sings, he says, give me a clean heart. And mm-hmm. he says that he would trade, it's an uneven trade, but he would trade his will for, for God's will. And when you do that, it's a win. For sure, it's a win, y'all. I promise. That's right. That's right. And you got to remember something. You know, the love that that God has, the Bible says, it's incomprehensible. I mean, we can't even understand the level of love that God has for us. And what he did when he sent his son, I mean, every time I think about it, sometimes I just get filled, filled up because I know the kind of woman that I was. Mm-hmm. I did not deserve what God was doing in my life. He was saving me from me. I mean, I know that Satan is out here, but listen, a lot of times we are our own worst problem. And I was mine. Opinionated, you know, nobody couldn't tell me anything. I was going to do, do, do life my way, you know, and so forth and so on. But the point that I'm saying is that God loved us so much that he knew that the only way that he could get us back, because Satan has blinded our minds, he's, you know, been on this relentless plot to pry us away from God, and he's been successful, okay? But listen, we have a tenacious father who loves his children, and, and I tell people time and time again, I can't say that I gave my life to Christ. God came looking for me. Simon, gotcha. Do you hear what I'm saying? He came looking for me. I was not looking for him. I was fine living the sense of life that I was in. I thought I was having big fun. But the point that I'm making is this. Because I had a mother who prayed for me, okay, and I didn't know that she prayed for me, but I assumed it because I knew my mama knew, knew the Lord. But I didn't believe in my mama's God. You know, I just thought it was a trick, a game, or whatever it was. But the point of it is this. The Lord came after me. He delivered me. And then he delivered my siblings. And then he delivered my husband, my children. I mean, this is what the kingdom of God does in the life of a yielded heart who understands the fact that, listen, except for God, you you don't have a life. You may think that you wake yourself up in the morning and take that deep <laughs> breath of air, you know. Some people may even think that, you know, some man somewhere is pushing a button and making the sun come up. Mm. Beloved, that ain't, that's not what's happening. That's not what happened. God is real. Yeah, he yeah. created this world. He created you. But he created us for himself. Because he loves us. And so he's the one that came up with a plan to get his children back from the clutches of the enemy and in, back into their rightful place in him. And he did it by crushing his own son. And so I say this to you is that when I think of myself as my sisters, my brothers, We all make up the body of Christ, bone of his bone, flesh of his flesh. 
and even in the in the in the in the uh, our human ability to, to try to understand the marital relationship, we really don't have a clue. We really don't understand the depth of what God did when He created man and woman to be in a marital relationship, the two of them being one. Just like God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit are one. He intended for that family, that mama, that daddy, that child, those children, that they would be united in faith to the one true God. And that we would all come up knowing that he is God. Loving him, acknowledging him, and advancing his kingdom. That is, until that other guy showed up with his lives. But God is trying his best. And let me just take that back. God is the best. Amen. But his desire is sincere to get as many of his children back. So we come on this broadcast. You You go to churches every week. You hear the messages that are coming from across the pulpit, pulpit, trying to encourage people to return to God. That's where you started. I know you don't think that's where you started, but that's where you started. Your relationship started with God until the enemy deceived you and drew you away. But God wants you to come back because you belong to him. And I'm asking you to consider that. All the things that you're watching going on in this world today, beloved, it's not going to get better. I know we want it to get better, but the Bible already tells us that we're we're in the we're moving closer and closer to the end of the age. But that's a good thing for us. For every one of us who are children of God, that's a good thing. Because we will not experience the wrath that God is about to pour out on this world. The stuff that you see happening now is mild compared to what's gonna happen. So what we need to do is make certain that we're yielding our lives to Christ, that we are becoming that bride that he's returning for. And the scripture goes on to say in uh, Revelation 19.8 that just like in any other wedding, the, the bride always has her wedding gown. And most of the time she's running to, to the bride store and all these other places to try to find her gown that she wants to wear for her, for her big debut. But guess what? You don't have to look for your gown. Your gown is being prepared for you. <laughs> it will be provided for you. Fine linen, the scripture says, dazzling white and clean. And it goes on to explain that this fine linen that our garment is going to be made of signifies the righteous acts of the saints. You see, the bride is one, made up of many members. Just like Christ said in the Bible, we are many members, but we make up one body. Other translations say that it's the righteousness of the saints, this fine linen. The Amplified Bible describes it this way. It says, this garment, it serves as a representation of the ethical conduct the personal integrity, the moral courage and godly character of believers in Christ. We who make up the body of Christ. And so what we can look forward to, like I say, is mind-boggling. But the truth still remains 
that we have got to make ourselves ready. Like Alicia was saying, keeping the armor of God on, asking God to give us more and more of his Holy Spirit, spending precious time in his word, you know, seeking his faith on a regular basis, praying and calling on his name. You know, I believe with all my heart that when God shook up things in the beginning with this COVID virus and all of us had had to be on lockdown, that was a prime opportunity for us to get back in relationship with our Father, for us to have the time to seek his faith, to pursue him. And I knew it was only a matter of time if, if, if they were able to uh, get a handle on the spread of this virus, that people are going to be itching to get back to things as usual. That's right. And lo and behold, that's exactly what happened. Began to, you know, die down, and people were beginning to recover, and they were getting a handle on it. It means like people jumped out like gangbusters, <laughs> you know. Um, but listen, God is not kidding. This is serious stuff. When He allowed COVID to have its way, guess what? He didn't. He didn't hold hold it back. He didn't even destroy it. But the longing for the world's delicacies, the sweet offering of this fake freedom that we think we have, doing the things that we had come so accustomed to doing, we've decided that that's what we want. That's what we want to pursue. And that pull was so strong that we now are hearing warnings of a rapid raging fire beginning to pick up its pace as COVID once again rears its deadly head. That's right. I'm, tell, I'm serious and trying my best to convey to you that this is no joke. You can shake your fist at God all you want to. It's that scripture says, why do the heathens rage? Why do they imagine a vain thing? God just laughing at you. Because you know what? He's the one that's going to get the last word. But what he's providing is an opportunity relationship with him. We were ripping and running so much, we didn't have time to pray. We didn't have time to get in God's word. And he put everything on halt, shut everything down. Yeah. So what were you doing? What were you doing in those, those times when you couldn't go nowhere else? Sleeping? I hope not. I hope you were calling on the name of the Lord and seeking his faith. And I also hope that you don't stop, that you don't go back to things as usual, please. It isn't over yet. There's quite a bit more that's coming down the pipe. And you need to be ready. You need to be firmly rooted and grounded in Christ Jesus. You can't be wavering back and forth and wondering if you're going to get through this and if you're going to get through that. No. We have to be solid because the enemy is relentless and he's not going to let up. He's not going to let up a signal for us to be afraid or timid or any of those things. We're the victors in this situation through Jesus Christ, our King. He will always cause us to triumph in all things, okay? That is the plot and the plan that God has for his people. 
that there is victory available to us. But, beloved, it comes with a price. If you don't have that relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, if there's a disconnect between you and the Holy Ghost, you can't even get the right instructions because the Holy Spirit is the teacher. He's the one that reveals things to you. So what I'm trying to say in in all of this as we're talking about being prepared, don't fall asleep. Don't put down your guard. And when I'm talking about your guard, I'm talking about your armor. You've got the shield. You've got the sword. You've got the helmet. You've got everything you need to be able to come through this victoriously. But you need to avail yourself. So what I'm going to do is, um, this year, I'm sorry, I, I ran my mouth a little bit too much. Sorry. And, um, and I tend to do that, y'all. Please forgive me. But I wanted to uh, open up the uh, microphones. Uh, and just for any questions, any comments, any revelations that anybody wants to share. Uh, and please remember, you have to hit star six and unmute yourself so that you can be heard. Um, Nadine Booker, uh, John's partner, actually, uh-huh. says he loves y'all, us, and um, we touched on it, but we gave our lives to God. Said we gave our lives to God. You are absolutely right. Amen. We can't give God what He already has given, what He already has. We give up our free will and our mind to be guided by Him. That's right. And God gives us a renewed spirit and a reassured soul. That's right. So if we believe or not, He has promised the body will die. That's so He right. will renew our spirit. That's right. We are His. We belong to God. And he's coming for us. I mean, it's not it's not um, a question for those of us who understand and have yielded ourselves because yielding has got to take place. Because I'm telling you, we can yeah. come up with some really uh, fantastic ideas about life that are absolutely positively wrong. The Bible says there's a way to seem right into a man, but the end leads to destruction. <laughs> Most of the things you see going on in this world today, you wondered how in the world did we get here? It started out this way, and then it wound up that way. This, you know, we, you know, people. It's just, it's just the way of the world. There's only one answer for what's going on in this world, and that's Jesus. There's no other way. Mm-hmm. And it's the way of the world, but we are not of the world. We just, uh-oh, we're just in it. That's right. That's right. But yeah. anyone, while the mics are open. Mm-hmm. What what would do what will you do differently now that you've heeded the warnings, you've heard them, and you know that God what is God saying to you um about what you should do differently? Mm-hmm. Amen. Anybody wanna share? Wow. We got a lot of callers on tonight, but we got the crawling crowd gang tonight, <laughs> and that's fine. That's quite all right uh, because I can talk. I know that um, there's a desire in each of our hearts. There's a, a longing that He deposited in us. You see, it's not a human thing to want to please God. That's not a flesh thing. That's that comes from the Holy Spirit. 
Amen. depositing that desire, that longing in our hearts. And that's why we're waiting for Jesus, anxiously anticipating his return. I know that's what I'm thinking about because I love my Father. I love my Lord. And listen, I've seen enough of this world. I've been around here for 70 years now. I've seen enough. To say enough is enough. But I still um, have an assignment to, to accomplish until he takes me up out of here. That's what I'm going to be doing. And I'm just saying to you, stay alert. Give strict attention. Be cautious and active in your faith. For you don't know which day, whether near or far, that our Lord is coming. And, you know, my question question about what you'll do different, it's not um, anything grand. Matter of fact, I would encourage you to take small steps because you don't want to come over zealous or um, overwhelmed by it. So it's it's, um, read a devotion. It's tell somebody that you know um, don't know the Lord or, you know, ask somebody if they do. Uh, Make a habit of spending more time in his words now, you know, before COVID, after COVID. So if you didn't read at all, then read the daily verse and meditate on that. Or say, I'm going to read a chapter per week or per day, whatever your reading capability and time, you know, give time to the Lord. That's all it is, is having that change. And when you change and, and, you know, if you do something, I forgot what it is, for 21 days it becomes a habit or something like that. But if you put God as a priority and when your eyes open up in the morning and you think about God, not, okay, I got to be at work, I got to do this, I got to, just let it rest on God and what he's given us and his promises. Mm-hmm. Just for a second and stretch mm-hmm. for a minute and just say, okay, when I'm going to wake up, when I wake up, I'm going to, Thank God for three things, two things, one thing, every day, and make it a habit. And that, build on that. And then you'll become Mm -hmm. accustomed to it. It's just like anything. Whatever you practice, that's what you become. uh, Your body expects it, your mind. You get into a habit, um, and you build on it. And, you know, as I said, the thought came, but you don't want to be routine or lukewarm. That's right. That's right. That's right. But the part of that that I would say to it is the build-on part. That's how you don't become lukewarm. Yeah, when- and it, yeah, and it also starts with a relationship. Believe me, the Bible said the first commandment is this: you gotta love God. You gotta love Him, and I don't mean I don't mean a natural kind of love. Uh, he wants to uh, He wants you to experience the God kind of love that he has, because I'm telling you, it will ignite. It will ignite uh, a love for God in you. When I, when I thought about, uh, when I came to the revelation of what could have happened to my life had I not, uh, the Lord had not stepped into my life, I'm telling you, it frightened me because it did not have to turn out the way that it did. God had mercy on me. Do you know what that means? I mean, he gave me a get-out-of-jail-free card because I was I was really, re- you're talking about rebellious. I mean, I could tell you stories. Read the book. You, you hear something. I mean, it was, just, it was just ugly. 
But today, today, I have this wonderful uh, sense of peace that I can't even explain. I don't, you know, I'm not worried. I'm not, I'm not anxious about anything, you know. I mean, even if I were to lose everything, you know, it, it would not compare to this love that I know God has for me because the foundation of my relationship with my father is his love for me. He and loves me. example of that, that came to mind when you said that, Nadine, mm-hmm. if I were to lose everything, it, it wouldn't matter because I know the love God has for me. And there's an example in the Bible that Job, he lost everything. He even, sickness even, you know, uh, was allowed to strike his body. But he never stopped loving God and claiming God as his God. Now, that's That's amazing that he didn't go through and get a little tired and weary. And, you know, he went through, but he never left God. He never denounced him. He kept believing, kept loving, and he was fully restored and some. And that's the example that God left. For mm-hmm. us, no matter what we go through, he's with us. That's right. He'll never leave or forsake us. Mm-hmm. And we just have to remember that no matter what. It, you know, he's unchanging, y'all. He's That's going right. to see us through. And I always, I love to say, in the end, we win. That's right. And the whole, uh, the, I guess, for, for me being a mature woman and, uh, you know, being a goal that I am, I've seen it. I am convinced that God is real. It's not a question for me anymore. There was a time when when I did question it, but I don't question it anymore. He has showed up in my life. He saved my children from death. He saved me from death. Not not only the spiritual death, but I mean the death death when I was trying to kill myself. He would not allow the enemy to take me out. And I can say that today, especially to those who are struggling with suicidal thoughts and things like that. My my heart's desire is to reach others and share with them, hey, listen, suicide, uh uh-uh, that's a lie from the enemy. Did I hear somebody say something? Yeah, I was, this is Carmen, because I I know um, the Holy Spirit had put this on my heart even before the call, and then you just kind of confirmed when you were talking about you know, um, the the love that God has for us and how mm-hmm. he saved us. And you, and yes. he told me that there are some, there's so many out there that are listening right now that are in darkness right now. He told me to tell them that he loves them. He told me to tell them yes. something simple like I had to learn. Was, you know what I did? With every feeling that I had, I Googled scripture on anxiety, scripture on suicide, scripture on hating myself. Uh-huh. And something would come up, and that's when I got to know him. And Amen. that's all he asked for. It's like you said, the relationship is not hard. It's just a relationship. And once you have that relationship with him and you understand what he wants from us, and that's just us, that's yes. it. Yes, Carmen. That's it. He just wants yes. us. He that's comes it. and gets us, and he says, I want you to be holy. Yes. And that doesn't mean be per- perfect. He knows we're not. That's why he sent Christ down yes. here. We're going to go through the sanctification process. But as we go and we, and we work towards just knowing and loving Christ and know who we are in Christ and know what we are, what we are waiting for, we are, we, oh, my goodness, just think of that day. Just think yes. of that day. 
It makes yes. it so much easier. So those are out there that are hurting right Thank now, God. just please, please, please hang on to your father. He loves you just like yes. your earthly father would love you, like you love your children. He loves us. He doesn't want anything bad to happen to us. And please reach Absolutely. out if you don't have someone to to disciple with you or walk with you or be make you accountable. Please reach out. Please don't yes. isolate yourself. You cannot do this alone. You cannot do this alone. Because the enemy Amen. will come after you. Yes, indeed. Thank you so very much, Carmen. That is so true. Uh, I just uh, uh, have to go ahead, and um, I don't know if we talked about this earlier, but I'm going to say this for anyone that is listening. If you are having uh, those kinds of struggles and issues in your life, and uh, even if you want to uh, to, to uh someone to disciple you, email us, please, at lifesuncertainjourney at gmail.com. Uh, we would love to, uh, to pray with you and to provide you with an opportunity to, to, uh, to get a closer walk with Jesus. And I'm telling you, Carmen is, is another young lady that um, the Lord has had allowed me to meet when I moved down here, but I saw a lot of the same struggles that I had in my life that she was going through. And you see her today. She's a she now today. She's discipling other young women. She's helping young girls uh, who are thinking about committing suicide. God is using her to give her testimony and bring them out. This is what the kingdom of God looks like. This is what He desired to happen from the very beginning. That we would we would be the ones that would populate the earth, not not the children of the Satan, but. He has deposited in each of us who belong to him a wonderful, wonderful uh, presence and power called the Holy Spirit. He's the one that will do the work. So I'm just going to pray before we close out tonight. We've got just a couple of more minutes for those that are on the broadcast tonight. Father God, I just want to commend our listeners to you tonight, Lord God, and for those hearts that are struggling right now with uh, suicidal thoughts, Father God, or lying uh, uh information that the enemy is trying to deposit in their mind about who they are or who they're not. But I pray in Jesus' name, Lord God, that you would give them the courage to uh, to reach out, Lord God. I ask you also, Father, that they would have the uh, opportunity to call on your name because you said, all you have to do is call on me, and I will answer you. And he will provide for you not only the wonderful joy and the peace that you desire to have in your heart, but he will see to it that the enemy backs off that the enemy is bound from your life. And so I just um, ask you, to, Father God, to bless them, keep, and watch over them until we meet again next Tuesday. And, again, that's Journey at gmail.com. Please reach out. We would love to talk to you. Thank you all so much for visiting with us again this week. Uh, we'll look forward to uh, once again coming together next Tuesday at 7 o'clock p.m. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Good night, everyone. Thank you. Good night. Thank you, Alicia. Thank you. Good night. Have a good night. You too.